0: Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Masechet Eruvin, we're on Peric 1. Uh, Mishnah three, Perak Mishnah Gimel. So the first two Mishnayot were a little bit complicated. Nothing's really going to change for the next little bit. So you gotta bear with me. I'll do my best to explain um, what the Mishnayot are, are speaking about. So <clears throat> we we spoke about fifteen ladies who were considered ervaz to um, to the the man who could be a yibum, and because of that, she can't marry. They can't, he can't perform yibum with any of these ervot. And as a result, not only is she patur, but the co-wife is patur uh, as well. So now, Mishnah Gimel says, There are actually six other ladies who are more strict than these, those 15 listed in the first Mishnah. In that those 15 um, women could be married to one's brother, uh, while these six ladies that the Mishnah is going to mention now are necessarily married to other people. But because of that, their co-wives are always permitted to them because these six cannot marry that actual person. It's impossible. So the co- if there happens to be a co-wife, then the co-wife is permitted. So who are these six ervas? Number one is mother. Okay, so uh, a man's mother, even if she's not right now married to the, the father, um, uh, she's one. Ve'eshet aviv, a father's former wife, even if she was not the mother. Ve'achot aviv, that's a father's sister. Achot me'aviv, this is the half-sister from the father's side. Ve'eshet achi aviv, the father's brother's former wife. Ve'eshet and the former wife of his half-brother from the father's side. Okay, everyone got that in their head? Okay, good. Anyways, so all these cases... Um, if there was a co-wife he could perform Yibum with the co-wife okay Mishnah Dalek uh, Beit Shammai Matirin Hatsarot La'achim so uh, we, again back to the first Mishnah first Mishnah said that a person cannot perform Yibum with the Erva's co-wife and actually this is a Machloket between Beit and Bethilel. so Beit actually permits the co-wives Beit Matirin Hatsarot La'achim u Hillel Osrim but it's Bet who says that one cannot marry the co-wife, and obviously our Mishnah, Mishnah number one, follows Bet who said even the co-wife is not allowed. Halzu, if one of the co-wives performed halitza with the living brother, Bet Shammai keuna. Bet says this this halitza is meaning um, is is uh, is a is a good halitza, and therefore disqualifies the co-wife from marrying into the Keunah, from marrying a Kohen. but Bet Hilal says this Halitza is meaningless because it was unnecessary, and therefore she is eligible into marrying a Kohen. Nitya B'mu, if one of the co-wives was taken by the brother in Yibum and then died, Bet Shamai Machshirim, Bet Shammai now considers her eligible to marry a Kohen because the Yibum was entirely permitted. Because he permitted co wives, but Betilel disqualified this lady from marrying a Kohen because the co wife was never allowed to marry this person, so therefore she's rendered a Zona and hence cannot marry a Kohen. What ended up happening was that, according to Bet Shammai, certain ladies are, are allowed to get married to this man, and, and Betilel says no. And then uh, if that was to happen, okay, and then they have children, what's happening, what's happening? According to bet no, you're not good enough for me, according to bet it's the other way, or, or, or whatever. So the Mishnah actually addresses this and says, Even though that bet forbid the co-wife to the brother and bet say it's allowed, or, or and one side would disqualify some women from marrying koanim, and the other side would say it's permitted for the women to marry koanim. Nevertheless, unbelievable, They didn't prevent each other from getting married. They, they got married within each other and the other way around. And the reason is because they always told each other about certain ladies, oh, you should know, don't marry that uh, that lady because that lady, according to you, is not good. Okay, so they always had some high level of communication amongst the two schools, and that uh, therefore, but they still nevertheless married into each other. And similarly, between Bet Shemai and Bet Hilel, there are also other um, uh, things that they disagreed with regards to purities and impurities. Even though there were different items of of Tahara that Bet, the Bet allowed and Bet chamai disallowed or vice versa, nevertheless, they still, they still traded and borrowed items from each other because they, again, that there was a, a good communication between the two schools and they knew, okay, don't borrow this from me because uh, this is Tameh to you and it's Tahor to me, so on and so forth. That's an interesting piece of, of Mishnah over there. Okay, Mishnah Bet, sorry, Perik Bet, Mishnah Aleph. <clears throat> so one of the co-wives who, the, um, so one of the ervas that exempts the co-wife from Halitani, mentioned in the first Mishnah of the Masechet, is the wife of a brother whose world he did not share. Okay, so, he did, so this Mishnah, the first Mishnah in Perek Bet, discusses what this case is. What's the case where the wife of the brother whose world did not share exempts a co-wife from? So, there were two brothers. One of them died. And then, after one died, another brother was born. So. Uh, Reuven, Shimon, Shimon passed away, and now Levi was born. Now, the second brother, okay, when um, who was living when the first brother died, performed Ibum with the brother's wife. Vamet, and he too died, okay? So now, you only have now Levi's alive, but you have two widows. Two widows. The original the first brother that died, and then the second brother that died. Uh, the first wife, which is the one who was married to the first brother, she's exempt because she's exempt to Levi because of the wife of the brother's world did not share. Meaning Levi didn't exist when she got married the first time. So therefore, she uh, he's pator. The second wife goes out on being the co wife of the Erva. And therefore, that's why Levi doesn't perform Iboom with anyone. If the second brother Performed a ma'amar, and we're going to hear about this term a lot. A ma'amar is um, a, a, a statement of marriage, but it's not yibum. So there is, there is um, halachic validity to this statement, but nevertheless it's not the full-fledged mitzvah. So if the second brother performed ma'amar with the first brother's wife, and then he had another wife, and then he died childless without performing the real yibum, then the second wife which is the full wife of the second brother, does chalitza with the youngest brother, because there was something over there, okay, there was a ma'amar, it wasn't a full yibum, so she has to do chalitza, but she cannot be taken into yibum by him. bet, two brothers, umet and one of them died, and the second brother performed yibum with the brother's wife, and afterward their brother was born, So this is the same situation with the with the previous Mishnah, but this time the second husband the second brother dies after Levi was born. In the, first, in the last Mishnah, Levi was born and then um, uh sorry, uh, he got thing and then Levi was born, he died, and then Levi was born. Here we're saying the guy died after Levi was born. Uh um, then the yeah, so, sorry. He was born, and then the second brother died. Here, too, the law is the same, according to the first Tanna. The first wife, um, who was originally married to the first brother, she's exempt. She doesn't, she's free to marry other people, no yibum, no halitza, because the youngest brother is the wife, she becomes the wife of her brother whose world uh, did not share. Uh, and the second wife goes out on account because she's the co-wife. Asaba Ma'amar, if the second brother made a Ma'amar with the first brother's wife, Vamet, and then died, and the second wife performs Khalisa because it was a Ma'amar and but um, she cannot be taken into Yibum by him. That's according to the Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, no, that's not the that's not the law. Meyabem she'yirtze. The youngest brother, Levi, could perform Yibum, actual Yibum, with any of the widows that he wants to. Or he can perform Chalitza with anyone that he wants to. Um, so the reason is because the, he was he was alive before. Then Since he was alive before, he has a right to do Yibum or Chalitza. So Rabbi Shimon here is disagreeing with, with the Tanakama. Mishnah Gimel says a rule. There's a general rule with regards to the yevamah. The yevamah is the, the lady who is waiting for yibum. Kol shehi isur erva. In any case where she is forbidden under an erva prohibition, lo Even the co-wife doesn't know cholitzah or yibum, and obviously it applies to her herself because she's in erva. In a case where her prohibition is something due to a mitzvah. Here, a mitzvah is referring to a rabbinic law, uh, for, um, uh, for uh, meaning the, the, chachamim said she can't, uh, get married, or isur kedushah, or her prohibition to the Yab- yabam is something that is with regards to kedushah, sanctity of the, of the keunah. For example, the Yavam is a kohen, and the yabama is forbidden to him from biblical law. In those situations, Choletzet, she performs Chalitza, but she can never perform Yibum because she's forbidden to the Yabam. If her sister is also... Okay, so this is talking about um, when there's a when there's Yibum a connection, a bond, between... Uh, that's called zakukla Yibum. If there's a bond be If there's a bond between a man and a woman, a Yibum bond... bond then they're considered to be married, married, um, in the sense that he cannot marry uh, her mother, or sister, or any relatives that are, that would be considered erbat to him. Um, So now, if you have two brothers who were married to two sisters, and the brothers, both the brothers die childless, and now the third brother cannot perform yibum with either widow because she is one of, uh, uh, each one is a sister of the woman who he has a Yibum mo- uh, bond to. Now, if one of those sisters, one of those sisters is an actual Erva to the third brother from a different relationship, okay, this is what our Mishnah is talking about. If her sister is also a sister in law and both fall to Yibum to a third brother, but she's an Erva, the sister can perform Halitza or be taken yibum by the living brother because the living brother doesn't actually have um, a yibum bond with the first sister because the first sister was an Erebat to him. Everybody wrote the notes? Okay, good. Um, let's do let's do one, one more Mishnah. Isur Mitzvah, the prohibition that is due to a Mitzvah that, uh, again, Mitzvah is rabbinic laws, Shniyot sofrim, refer to all the secondary ervaz, all secondary relatives who are forbidden by the words of the Chachamim, the early rabbis. There are actually 20 such relatives that the Rabin Mbartinura talks about. I'm not gonna list them all, but uh, there are there are second there are 20 of these relatives. Isur Kedushah, the prohibition that is due to sanctity, which is like we said is, what, mean, the, 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 woman will be prohibited to the person, to, to a Kohen, for example. Almanalek, who are these women? Almanalek Kohen Gadol would be a, a widow to a Kohen Gadol. Gerusha, a lekohen a Kohen a divorcee, or a Chalusa, to an ordinary Kohen. mamzeret a Israel, a female Mamzer, or a Netina, a, a Netina is a female descended from the Gibbonim. Uh, to a non-Kohen, a Israel, Ubat Yisrael and Natinu Mamzer. And a daughter, a Jew, a Yisrael daughter to a Natin. A Natin is a male descendant from the Gibonim or to a Mamzer. So those are the list of, of, uh, women who are part of the Isur Kedusha. And, uh, when we return next time, we'll go into other ideas. Uh, it does get a little bit easier. I told you the beginning of the Masechet is the most difficult. So thank you for again hanging in there. And with that we'll conclude.